Howdy, folks. It's Tuesday, July 12th. I'm Jacob Cohen sitting here with Rob Litters, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. In today's episode, we've got two main stories on the docket. Rob's going to be discussing some cool innovations in golf, bringing some diversity to the sport. And I'm going to be breaking down how, after being declared dead, movies and movie theaters have come back with a vengeance. But before we get to that, let's talk through the latest news in business and tech. Let's get crack lacking. All right, Rob, what are you looking at? I know you've probably read a lot and our listeners have probably heard a lot. We've talked about it. There's a baby formula shortage in the United States. Mm. But I don't know if people know that there's actually a baby shortage going on across the globe. So mm. way beyond baby formula, there <laughs> is a population issue going on. The UN did this World Population Prospects Report. And for the first time since the Second World War, the global population grew by less than 1% between 2020 and 2021. So the population is growing a lot slower than it used to. And there are a few places where it's actually really dire. In Europe specifically, the population dropped by 744,000 in 2020 and 1.4 million in 2021, Mm. which was the biggest drop for any continent since they started keeping these records back in 1950. And it's not just Europe. So there are 61 countries, according to the report, that are expected to see their population decline by 1% or more between 2022 and 2050. It's not the pandemic. The bigger reason for this drop is actually fertility rates, which have apparently been dropping for some time. Mm. Two thirds of global citizens live in a country where the fertility rate is lower than 2.1 births per woman, which is a significant number because it's the rate that's needed for populations to stay stable. Two thirds of the world is below that rate right now, which is obviously not good. Mm -hmm. This is going to have a very big impact on kind of global economics and the global economy in general. For sure. Charles Goodhart, this guy's an author and professor at the London School of Economics, said, you basically need a productivity miracle to overcome population decline. Otherwise, you're just looking at overall economic growth falling. Yeah, it is a big problem that I don't think a lot of people know about. Because also, everywhere you go nowadays, it seems like there's more and more people. Right. Mm. You go to cities, you travel. Totally. It just feels like, you know, the world has totally globalized. There's more and more people. But in reality, that's not really the case. So what are you looking at these days, JC? Okay, so I was actually looking at this story that Juliet wrote about in today's email. And as she put it so eloquently, buckle up because this one's a doozy. Yes. She wrote about what's, I guess, being called the Uber files. These are a leak of almost 125,000 emails, texts and messages from ex-Uber exec Mark McGann that basically reveal questionable behavior among himself and other Uber execs back in the day between 2013 and 2017 as the rideshare giant really was expanding quite rapidly. So these so-called Uber files highlight how, for example, in France in 2015, when there were pro-taxi demonstrators who were blocking roadways and burning tires, former CEO Travis Kalanick wanted Uber drivers to counter protest and said, and I quote, I think it's worth it because violence guarantees success. Oh my God. So not a fantastic look there, I might say. And the uh, documents also suggest that Uber offered financial stakes to influential leaders around the world, academics to produce research supporting its economic claims, knowingly ignored and evaded local laws. So 
Uber told The Guardian that it wouldn't make excuses for its past behavior, but instead just hopes to be judged on, I guess, the last five years that it's had new leadership. So that's what I've been following. (laughs) Wow. All right. And in other news, not every day you hear about the PGA Tour being the subject of an antitrust probe. The Department of Justice is investigating whether the PGA Tour has engaged in anti-competitive behavior as it battles the controversial Saudi-backed Live Golf Circuit. The tour suspended players who have left to join Live Golf, which is a move that Live has called anti-competitive. What's next? We've got a big job posting. Netflix is reportedly on the hunt for an executive to lead the development of its new ad-supported tier. Rumor has it among the candidates are heads of growth and sales of companies like Comcast, Snap, and Hulu. All eyes and media will be watching how this person performs their duties Finally, Hopin is telling around a third of its staff to hop out. The virtual events platform, which saw its use headcount and valuation all skyrocket, understandably, over the course of the pandemic, was last valued at almost $8 billion. The company, unfortunately, initiated its second round of layoffs this year. As TechCrunch put it, Hopin said employees in the events business were the most impacted, but assuming that most people there work in the events business, (laughs) it's unclear which teams were reduced, and I think that is a valid point. And I guess with that, let's dive into our two main stories of the day. So the first story that I want to talk about today has to do with golf. If you don't know much about golf, it's kind of understood that golf has this very checkered history around diversity that can be very alienating for people of color, right? And this is a really cool story that I saw out of Bloomberg. So there's a new apparel brand called Eastside Golf that was founded by two former teammates who played college golf together at Morehouse College, which is a historically black college in Atlanta. Sure. Most golf gear is just so boring, right? It's all just like the same kind of color palettes and for the most part, not very interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So Eastside Golf, its logo is a cartoon depiction of one of the founders, whose name is Elijahwan Ajinaku. Mm-hmm. The logo is a depiction of him in jeans and a sweatshirt with a gold chain <laughs> just in the middle of his back swing. Love that. <laughs> exactly. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty awesome. And before they even like incorporated the company, he was wearing this logo on his own gear because he was trying to make it as a pro golfer. And he would wear his gear like off the course and he would get like all of this praise from people, which is kind of what convinced him to actually start a company and, and try to turn it into a thing. Smart. Yeah. So since then, him and his co-founder, whose name is Earl Cooper, have notched a bunch of partnerships that have been really, really big for them. So they work with CAA, the monster talent agency that's helped them land some serious brand collabs, including with Jordan Brand. Wow. And they've also partnered with the NBA, which I think this is so smart. They launched a recent collection called Playing Golf After This, which calls out the end of the NBA season. And if you pay (laughs) any attention to the NBA, you know there are a lot of really good golfers in the NBA. Like Stephen Curry has played in some. very good. (laughs) J.R. Smith is actually playing college golf right now. He retired from the NBA and he like went back. look at that. I think they're kind of like hitting this really solid mix that could bring a lot more people into the game. I think golf arguably is the most innovative sport right now. You're seeing all kinds of golf content creators pop up on TikTok. And I think the time is ripe for a brand like this to grow, you know, while adding diversity to the sport too, which is great. One thing that's super cool to me about this is grow the game has kind of been this like pitching line for the PGA Tour forever, but it doesn't really seem like anything's worked a ton to grow the game. I mean, I think Tiger Woods just individually kind of grew the game because he got a lot more people (laughs) interested in golf. 
But overall, like they haven't done too much. I think what Eastside Golf is really doing here is so interesting because just by having you know a black golfer as the logo of this brand, there's representation that black golfers sure. don't have right now, right? I think that's something that can start a lot more conversations and, and get more people interested in the sport and hopefully do more than the PGA Tour has been able to do up until this point. For sure. So what are you looking at, JC? Yeah, so you know me. I love my uh, film and media and entertainment. So I've been looking at the box office. Love it. And if one thing is clear about the box office right now is that movies are coming back with a vengeance. For the better part of the last few years, you had all these analysts calling and declaring movie theaters as dead. You know, in a way, they were right. Thanks, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But this year, the popcorn is a pop. <laughs> I love it. The year-to-date box office from the start of the year until this week, it's down approximately 30% from what it was in the same time period in 2019, so pre-pandemic. But this is where it gets interesting. The overall number of wide releases in 2022 is also down roughly 30%. Interesting. So on a per-film basis, movies appear to be doing just as well as they were doing, if not better than they were doing back pre-pandemic in 2019 and before that. So you could say they're doing just fine, but actually they're doing more than fine. So you just had Thor, Love and Thunder, and the Minions movie just combined for the first consecutive 100 million plus opening weekend since 2018. And this past weekend saw $236 million in domestic box office sales. So the box office is still down. I want to make that clear from pre-pandemic times, but movie theaters are far from dead. I think that's good. Yeah, I agree with you. I think some movies need yeah. to be seen on a big screen. Exactly. And bada bing, bada boom, that is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. If you liked what you heard today, we've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.